Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Welcome to the fourth episode in this Your Money Multiplier series, which is entitled 36% The Golden Cash Flow Ratio. Today, we're going to cover what you need to know when it comes to what a budgeting exercise should actually accomplish and what you can do to perform your own in 15 minutes or less. Growing up, I was always a bit of a slim kid. And so when I got into high school with sports and, you know, just being honest girls and everything else, I wanted to be bigger, more muscular like a lot of boys do. You would hear talk of eating this special diet or taking this supplement or whatever else. It was always a lot of work, took a lot of time, and at the end of the day was not sustainable long term. This is kind of how it is for anyone that has ever tried, you know, a diet or anything kind of in this realm. Most are too time consuming and complicated to maintain long term. At the end of the day, pretty much everyone can agree on a quick, simple, universal version. If you put lots of good stuff into your body, put as little bad stuff into your body as possible and work out to some degree, you'll probably be in pretty good shape. What you need to know is that scary words like budgeting and cash flow work much the same way. The most logical way to approach it is to break down everything you have coming in, what you have going out, being meticulous down to the very penny, and the end result is that there's way too much work to maintain, every month is different, and then Christmas and a sick dog bill just kind of blow the whole thing up anyway. I'm here to tell you though that you don't need to do it this way. It may be surprising to hear, but the goal is to not actually account for every penny when it comes to a budgeting exercise. It's to make sure you're living within your means and saving at least something towards yourself every month. What you can do to accomplish this is to utilize a 36% ratio. This is the same ratio that is incorporated into how a bank evaluates you for a mortgage. Our trademark tool that we call Backdoor Budgeting uses this same approach that we use in meetings with clients. So how it works is kind of like this. If you were to apply for a loan at a bank, they would focus on just 36% of your gross, so pre-tax, monthly income. The other 64%, they would pretty much just ignore. They say that this is the portion of your income that goes to expenses everyone has. So think groceries, gas, cell phone, TV, stuff like that. For the 36%, they would focus on just the items that are specific to you, meaning some people have them and some people don't. Some people have a car loan. Some people don't. Some people have a mortgage. Some people rent. Some people save into a work plan and some people don't. So basically, it includes your housing payment, mortgage with taxes and insurance or rent, loans and debts, Think auto, student, or any credit cards that you carry forward month to month with partial payments. So if you don't pay your credit cards off every month, and then what you already save every month. So let me give you kind of a simplified example. If I make, say, $10,000 a month gross, so again, before taxes, then 36% comes out to 3,600. 36% of 10,000 is 3,600. Pretty easy so far. This is the amount we're focusing on for specific to me expenses. If I have a mortgage of $1,600 a month, 
and a car loan of $500 a month, I subtract those, and now I'm down to $1,500 a month. $3,600 minus $1,600 for the mortgage is $2,000. $2,000 minus the $500 for the car loan is $1,500. Not too bad still, right? If I save around $1,000 a month into my 401k already at work, now I take that $1,500, subtract that another $1,000, and I'm down to $500. So with no other loans or unpaid credit cards that carry month to month, this is what I should have as a surplus. There it is. Done. You have a starting point. That took way less than 15 minutes, actually. This can be used for a flexible investment account as described in the earlier like Super Gymnast Flexible episode. It can be used for college savings, for uh, you know, home improvement or another uh, home purchase account for more retirement savings, anything. You now have a starting point. If you find this is too high or too low, you can just change it the next month. No problem. The hardest part, though, is now done for you. You have a starting point of what most people, most families in your situation, using that standard ratio, should be able to save additional. If the number comes out negative when you do this exercise, then I would not be surprised to hear that you have growing credit card balances and trouble paying everything month to month. This is your likely deficit that probably needs attention in that case. Now you know, on this other hand, how you know roughly how much you need to free up by lowering your savings, maybe refinancing. These parts may need an advisor to maybe give you the best course of approach for, but either way, in way less than 15 minutes, you have a great idea of where you stand. It was quick, painless, and puts you in a position that you can take positive action. That's the most important part of all of this. So when we're talking about budgeting, you know, as kind of a recap for today, the first thing is to rethink the goal of scary words like budgeting. The goal is not to account for every penny. It is to make sure you're saving a good amount towards yourself and keeping within your means. That's it. Second, use this 36% ratio to quickly get an idea of where you stand. Gross, so pre-tax income, minus those expenses that are specific to you and any savings currently being done, and you're done with calculating a starting point. Third, take action. Make a conscious choice to now do something with that extra savings. Even if it's just, I'm going to move it into this separate bank account every month to see if I can actually do this, even that is fine. Make some positive step forward as a first step. And if you're on the negative side, make sure to look at taking action to balance out those, balance out your cash flow. If you have rising credit cards every month, decreasing bank account every month, that needs attention now. It is not going to fix itself. It will only get worse. It's never smart to save at the expense of mounting credit card debt. It's kind of like, you know, swimming backwards, so to speak. Put money into my 401k, but I'm putting an equal amount onto my credit card because I can't live. That equation isn't going to balance out for you long term. So as always, if you are wanting help, please remember to check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website, enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. And thanks very much for tuning in today. Please remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young American families out there trying to reach and help just like you. 
clicking on a star, leaving a review, clicking subscribe. All of these things help us show up higher in the rankings and give more people like you an opportunity to find it and hopefully help them in the ways that it's helping you. The next episode is titled Stocks Lead, Don't Follow, where we will cover what typically makes the stock market react and the mistakes most investors make after the fact by trying to follow along. Thanks very much as always for connecting today and looking forward to doing so again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities Inc. and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA/SIPC.